Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Hey, to all of you following us in Nigeria and in the diaspora, it is my pleasure to welcome you to the Tuesday edition of Money Radio. And today being Tuesday, we are discussing agribusiness leadership podcast. The topic we are discussing today is channeling the energy of Nigerian youth to agriculture to stem the rising cases of internet fraud as Yahoo Yahoo, ritualistic killing and other forms of criminality. And uh, in the studio to discuss the issue with me is Mr. Paul Uadima. Mr. Paul, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And I must say it's always a pleasure having you in the studio. And your host case Hammond. In recent times, in fact, I wouldn't say recent times, it is every day we hear different information, different news, different development of how cruel people are becoming when it comes to issues of ritualistic killing, when it comes to the issue of fraud, internet fraud, and the sales of this fraud, as well as other forms of criminality. We're talking about channeling all of the energies because it takes intelligence to defraud people especially when it comes to internet uh, internet fraud it's intelligence and uh, we're talking about channeling all of that energy and all of that intelligence into agriculture to uh, stem this uh, the rising tide of uh, this uh, untoward attitude untoward uh, development that is uh, going in the country and uh, it's a serious one so mr paul you're welcome to the studio again. In fact, uh, the issue you raised is uh, very important because the issue of uh, ritual killings for money by Yahoo Yahoo or ritualists who believe that they can make money through the killing of another person or through the killing of family members, chopping their body into pieces and taking some the parts to the harvest is one of the worst things to have happened to this country and uh, it's a cancer that needs to be part of before you get to the level where you consume the whole society uh, and that's that is the idea that money could be made by killing people because that is a lie from the pit of hell that is not how to be rich. That is not how Bill Gates became one of the richest men in the world. That is, not how, that is not how Warren Buffett became one of the richest men in the world. That is not how San Luis Ojuku, the first president of Nigerian Stock Exchange, and perhaps the first billionaire to ever come out of Nigeria. Louis Ojuku was a clerk with John Holt. He's from John Holt. As a clerk, he started buying and selling and went into local transport business. So there is a process. In Newton's uh, law, third law, he said for every action that is equal to opposite reaction, reaction. Yeah. which means when it comes to money, you cannot get nothing, anything for nothing. 
you must pay a price. What is the price you have to pay? You must provide service. When you provide a service that is needed, then money will come to you. Because money is only a means of exchange. They used to exchange service or product or products. So what our youth need is to be told that, to be taught how to be productive. And first of all, their mind has to be changed. Because, can we say because this it, abuse? It, because, it, yeah, this abuse is bad. Because it is, it, their mind, they conceive the idea from what they have heard, from what they think is their worldview. It makes them to think that to be rich, you need to kill people. You need to be involved in spiritual killing. So it's very important that this their mind be changed. Are you getting it? Yeah. So if you don't change their mind, they will not even embrace the, the points you are going to make about agriculture being productive, being an avenue for them to exercise their intelligence, for them to show their knowledge. That misguided knowledge that they are wasting in Yahoo Yahoo, that killing of innocent people. If you don't clear their mind, telling them the facts that you can never be rich by killing other people, by killing children, by decapitating their body, by selling body parts. It is not possible. If it were possible, the herbalist that was selling the idea to them, he could have he been, been rich, rich. Because the herbalist need money. He wants to be wealthy. Why is he not doing it? And he's ready to deceive young men and women into crime and criminality and they need to pay a price for what they are doing so the important thing is for the churches the mosques, the society the first of all let these children know that it does not work because if they don't you don't change their mind from that perspective of seeing anybody who acquired money as being somebody who did something ritualistic therefore they want to go and copy it is going to be difficult for us as a nation so that is the first thing. So we need a lot of work to be done there. Then coming to the issue of uh, how do you channel this, these ideas, this, these innovations of the of the young people who are involved in this into a more productive venture like agriculture. You see, we are living in an ICT age. The knowledge of ICT is applicable everywhere, including agriculture. So young men and women who are ICT savvy can key into the agricultural sector in so many ways. And there is, because there is a lot of opportunity for them there. Yeah. Are you getting it? Because they can develop apps that can help farmers. There, there is apps that can contain information about the price ranges of every agricultural produce in Nigeria. So people can develop it. Yeah. I'm sell this app and make a lot of money from it. So that farmers can, at the, at, at the price of a bottle, can know the price of rice in all the markets, major markets in Nigeria. In Nigeria, yeah. They can press their and know the price of palm oil in every market in Nigeria. And that is they can, press, they can press their bottle to know the price of cocoa everywhere in Nigeria. They can press their bottle, the button on their phone, to be able to know the price of cassava everywhere, gari everywhere. All these things are things that the youth can channel their energy. To develop applications that can help the sector and enrich themselves because they will be meeting a need there's a need for them to develop up that can even in collaboration with other scientists and knowledgeable people that can even 
categorize the Nigerian agricultural lands in such a way that farmers can be able to know when to plant, when to harvest, when to weed. All these things are possible. When and where? Then, taking into consideration our geographic diversity, our weather diversity between the north and south and between several landscapes across the country. So it is something that the youths who are into Yahoo Yahoo, which is a misleading way of making money, can go into this. And this is more sustainable. The world will help them. If they can be able to develop apps that can be able to tell farmers when to plant, when to harvest, when to weed, go into, into you know, identifying where you can get the best of seedlings for every crop in every uh, geographic zone in this country. This is uh, the things that we need our youth to apply their knowledge. It is not to steal people's identity, hiding in Nigeria, steal people's identity and use it to be the proud and stealing their money, their bank accounts. Are you getting it? Yes. So what we need is to apply this knowledge. And these things are, are not rock, rocket science. Are you getting it? Some of these youth, as I said earlier, they are, they are, they are tech savvy. They know Very how much. to manipulate the phones. Are you getting it? They can go into marketing, just just have platforms, go to the go to the market, go to people who are producing agricultural products, take pictures of all these things, put it out there in public. They can act like middlemen, so that they liaise between the producers and the consumers. Yeah. Because with that, they can be able to project what the farmer had want to say. They show it out. The person say he needed it in so and so geographic location. You tell him how much you have to add for transportation. I have somebody who is going to bring it for you. And in the, the process, you get employed. People who think that money rolls to people just by magically. So the best way to do it is when you kill somebody, then you go and lie down on your bed and money will be rolling out, out for you. It's not it. It's a misguided uh, orientation that needs to be changed. It so really there is a lot of opportunities for the youth to take advantage of the agricultural sector. Some of them cannot even go direct into production. Nigeria is a rich agricultural land. There is virtually no agri produce that is not successful in Nigeria, that cannot be cultivated successfully in Nigeria. Are you getting it? You know, so they go, there's market. We have a population of over 200 million. These 200 million, they are markets. And I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, a Malthusian theorist adherent. Totally. In as much as I know that there's need for, for control of population, for people to produce children that they can take care of. But I know that population is an advantage. Yeah. Nigeria has over 200 million people. There are 200 million mouths to feed. So it's an enormous opportunity for the agricultural sector because all these 200 million Nigerians or more need to be fed on a daily basis. It's a consistent thing. They cannot live without eating. I have never seen an opportunity as enormous as this. Just like the population of China gives them opportunity in the agricultural sector. China is about 1.4 billion. India is about 1.2 billion. And you hardly see even India complaining about their population these days. There was a time the world used to contribute food to India, yeah. but India is virtually self-sufficient because it has learned how to put the population of the country into productive use through scientific agriculture. 
through innovation. And this is what, what we need to do in our country to the youth. And uh, let them realize that that is where you can be sustainably wealthy. Because if you look at the history of millionaires and billionaires in America, people like uh, uh, Rockefeller. Rockefeller have been dead for over 100 years now. Rockefeller Foundation is still there. Rockefeller companies are there. They are sustainable. These are sustainable wealth we are talking about. Even if people, people think that they are rich in Nigeria, that they must have done uh, ritual killing and became rich without considering that it is true. How many of their companies are alive today? Many of them are dead and nobody hears about their company. To show you that ritual killing does not give you sustainable wealth. Because if it does, when you look at the top 20 richest people in the world, perhaps they would have been Africans. No, of course. But they are not. <laughs> you know, so uh, the top you richest speak people well. are people who have ideas. In the agricultural sector, you can see how I'm throwing up ideas here. And that is how people in America and elsewhere throw up ideas and people catch it and they make use of it. And that is how to become world. It is about the ideas, the thinking, what problem can you solve? How are you going to make uh, food available in one part of the country or the other? Uh, former governor of Abia State and now Senate, uh, Senate Whip, uh, Sao Josoka, he made an interesting uh, revelation the other day when uh, somebody was questioning his source of wealth. Uh, how did he start in business? He said, as a student at uh, University of Medubri, yeah. when he got to University of Medubri, he discovered that in Bronu State, Pamoyi was a precious commodity. Yeah. So what did he do? He said anytime he was on vacation in the East, he made sure he buys as much palm oil as he could get to take to Medubri. And as he was, as he goes to Medubri, he sell it and make profit. When he's coming back from Medubri to the East, he knew that uh, mangala fish is highly priced. So he, what, the, what, what he does is buy mangala fish from uh, Medubri and take down to Abba in the East and sells it there and make profit. So he's going to school, he's going back to school, he goes with profit. He comes back, he comes with profit. That is the mentality of wealth creation. It is not about killing people. It's about taking ideas, seeing what is lacking in the society. If you know the price of Gary, where you are schooling, and you are staying in a place where it's cheaper, why don't you go with bags of Gary when you are going back to school? and sell it if you know the things that your area that has garbage but they didn't have uh, granite oil why don't you do something about it these are ways that young people can key into uh, uh money making and they make genuine money which does not add any sorrow yeah it does not add any sorrow uh, you speak well about the issue because this is saddening uh let's take a short break when we come back we want to look at a few misguided attempts to make money out of um, ritualistic killing and then uh, we'll do a, a, a summary after that let's uh, let's just take a short break right there. money radio welcome discussing the business of making and spending money welcome back you're still on to money radio from leadership podcast and we are on the agribusiness segment of the program and the topic we're discussing is 
channeling young people's energies from ritualistic killing and all sorts of uh, social vices to agriculture. And then, uh, Mr. Paul, I could see that you were even becoming breathless as you discussed the issue uh, during the first half of this uh, program. It is actually a, a sad one because um, to give you just uh, a little background of what is going on, a few weeks ago, a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, I saw the name of his wife on on uh, the social media that she was missing. So I called and uh, they confirmed that she was missing only for the police. A few days after, we found find that this lady had her, she was cut into pieces and her parts buried in a compound. Uh, good thing they found those people. It turned out to be that the man was a herbalist, the person. And this herbalist, as the story goes, is the one who assisted this woman in her delivery of uh, two children. Yes, she delivered two children of uh, this lady. He, he, he's a doctor, a doctor, a herbal doctor, but he turned his uh, talent into uh, some, a, a vice, killing people uh, for ritual uh, work. And, uh, just yesterday, we heard about how a woman, I didn't read the story, but I heard about how a woman suggested the killing of her younger son uh, to the older son and poisoned the boy's food. He died and uh, Cut his parts, uh, cut his body into pieces. You know, going to do ritualistic killing for the elder brother to get rich. You hear these stories every day, and uh, it makes me wonder: Is it because the National Orientation Orientation Agency is not getting enough money to disabuse people of these these, these lies? This misguided attempts to because I wonder how a person, a woman, a mother, will suggest and then kill her younger son to keep to, 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 to make money. It, it, it sounds preposterous, really. Uh, that's why the whole thing has to do with reorientation. It has to do with the mind. I, you know, when we started, I told you that the, the, the sustainable solution to this problem is the changing of the mind of the young people and the changing of the mind of the society. The idea that nobody could be rich unless the person did the ritual should be disabused from the mind of Nigerians. Because there is this tendency in this country to, be to believe that success equates ritual killing when somebody is successful instead of trying to understand how he made his money people reach a conclusion that must have been through ritual killing and people are buying into it young people are buying into it and they now want to radicalize it so that's the most important thing to do in this country now is let's change the mind and national orientation agency you mentioned can play a key role let me tell you uh, one of the things they can do. You know, right now, a lot of uh, herbalists have been arrested as the police keep on arresting perpetrators of these killings. Yeah. Good. These herbalists 
should be arranged together by the federal government and let them whether it is a way of granting them amnesty for the horrendous crimes they have committed so that they go from they arrange a program for them to tell our youth that they are being deceived that these things doesn't work because unless this is removed from their mind that it doesn't work if you allow them to continue to think that it works i cannot bet you that the, the, the young men and women and some adults will keep on trying and trying are you getting it so there is a need for mind change then there's also the parenting there is little or no parenting in nigeria right now uh, because of uh, the economic situation the mom is out the dad is out everybody's out children are left on their own so there is no no efforts to teach morality to the children there is no effort to let them understand the processes of money that is not every anyhow that you can make money there are the right ways of making money there are the wrong ways of making money and that they should avoid those wrong ways so children are not being taught it and in the school the the, 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 the schools have also failed but not only the schools that have failed the society generally appears to be serving mammon in the sense that they worship money now yeah. no matter how it was made so that is one of the reasons why people are ready to do anything to grab money that is the danger we are in what people can religious organizations do no what the religious organizations can do is to use biblical and quranic teachings to let them understand that they are, the path they are following will lead them to hell and nothing else. They will go to hell right here in the world because they will go, many of them will be arrested, they will be charged according to the law, they will end up in prison where they rightly belong because anybody who can kill another person, cut the person in pieces, does not have to be in the same society with the rest of the society. They need to be put away. Okay, and when they die, they also going to born in eternal hellfire. They need to get this very clear. They need it need to be drawn on their head. And you know, social media is also one of opportunity for them to 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 learn something good. But it has also been turned as avenue to learn even the worst of things. Are you getting it? Yeah. Yeah. The the, the display of wealth by our politicians. Our politicians give the impression that you can become rich without doing anything. All you have to do is win an election and then money will be rolling onto you. And I even those who claim that our politicians also participate in all these kind of uh, ritual killings and all that to win power. Only God knows. No, that is another aspect matter, of it. So the truth of the matter is that the mindset needs to change. And that mindset, when it has been changed, the, the government should now show the youth opportunities in all the sectors, including agriculture. There's enormous opportunity in the agricultural sector that the youth can add value. We have over we have over almost 40% youth unemployment in Nigeria. You can imagine 43, 43. And most of these youths, looking lucky enough for the country, they are tech savvy. They can understand how the uh, internet works. 
they can understand how the digital world works. So why don't we harness it and use it in the agricultural sector instead of allowing them to be using it as a, a Yahoo Yahoo to deceive people and be giving bad name, bad name to the country. Some of them ending up in jail. Some of them EFCC running after them. This energy could be turned productively. In China, advanced free fraud that we do here is not common because the system checks it. Yeah. Now, those knowledge are being applied in all manners of technological development in the agricultural sector. You see, we are, we, you, you know how our people suffer here to eat pounded yam, pounding it traditionally. You see the Chinese developing how to pound it technologically. These are things that they use to put their mind. There are so many things that they can add value. Look at something like beans. You can add value to it. Youth can add value to it. Most of these beans are not well picked. There yeah. are those who can go and pick them, package them where that is adding value and add some money to it and be consistent in it. And they yeah. are in business. Mr. Paul, uh, so that is basically what they need. You know, in there's like technology that they today. should go into the business of agriculture instead of doing what they are doing. Yeah. There is a technology right now that I think is uh, hydroponics. You don't need soil to grow food. Technology is increasing. Uh, th th that one is even where you have scarcity of uh, land. Yes. You, can, you can also... But we have the land here. Yeah, we have the land. The land is available in this country. Even if you don't have money to buy a land to farm, a young man don't have land to farm, it can be leased. There are people who wouldn't mind giving you their land. Just They just bought a land in a place. Just giving it out to anybody who can farm there is a way of making sure that the land is not being contested by anybody. Any so a, a youth can take advantage of that, go into production of so many things. Yeah. Even if it's a land close to the city, go into vegetable production, go into all the food production, things that will be easily moved between the suburb and the city center. And you are in business of agricultural contribution to the economy of the country. Yeah, you know, uh, I read a book, uh, Startup Nation, uh, on Israel. Yes. Israel is the startup nation. You see that Israel was a desert. Now, Israel is a net exporter of food. And it's all technology. Yes. We have the land here. And uh, one might suggest also that instead of state governments, especially those state governments where there is the issue of land, of course we have enough land, but where you would think that land is uh, not as fertile enough to grow enough food, you know, these young ones can actually be engaged in those kind of uh, adding value to the land that they have there and they make food, make forests. Make make the land better. Look at drones. Drones are used for agricultural purposes, and uh, these things are what young people love to do. So, state governments can actually engage young people, and I say um, the owners is upon them also to engage people instead of uh, living this kind of ostentatious uh, lifestyle. State governments can engage people, not only state governments. Uh, there are uh, NGOs that can do it. Religious organizations can do it. Um, uh, in fact, international organizations can also There is a lot of opportunities there. And this abuse the minds of these young people. 
because what they are into is actually a, 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 a way of self-destruction. When you begin to kill people, kill. I heard, I don't know how true this is, but I heard that someone, and it's something that is even difficult to mention on this uh, medium, that I heard that somebody it feces, his own feces, to get rich. How can you do such a thing? So, so, yeah, and then the parents need to be more involved in their children. Yes, that's another uh, point. Because there are things, some of us, if we had known it earlier on, it would have made a lot of difference in our lives. We didn't know it. But parents of today, they have opportunity because there are things that are available now, information that could help a young man, a young woman coming up. When a, your child is, is growing up, and you want your child to have, you want your child to be rich, get him or her engaged in books that will teach her how to become rich. There are books and materials out there that can help people. There are books that will help them change their mind. Buy biographies for them. Biographies of successful businessmen. Biographies of founders of banks, companies organizations that have been very successful buy it for them look for books that will teach them how this thing work that there is a process for it so that they can learn it they can learn it and that is not uh, it doesn't it's not a magical something it is uh it is it's, 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 it's sometimes it's even scientific yeah okay there's a book they call it the science of getting rich why I'm mentioning it now is that it is a free access book that was written in 1910. So it's like now it doesn't have any copyright infringement or about it in terms of access. But there are uh, platforms that are making it access for people in terms of uh, audio version, in terms of uh, uh, print version, like you can, you can, you can get it access to on, online. Are you getting it? Yeah books that will change the thinking of people so that they will know that there is a process of making money and for you to make money you must have a service that you can present because without having a service a product there's no way money can come to you it is based on what you can produce the service you can render that is how money comes to you and it takes time it's a build up of years warren buffett is one of the world's richest investors and one of the world's richest men. Warren Buffett started by selling newspapers in the streets. Yeah. Right from when he was in primary school. Today he worth over 100 billion US dollars. Yeah. It's a process. It's a process. He wasn't a ritualist. It wasn't. Who go about killing people and uh, uh, cutting them into pieces. Yeah. If you read his biography, you see the steps he had has taken over the years okay. young people uh, so that's what they should learn go people. into agriculture learn how to be successful in agriculture there are books out there study them and you are on your way to becoming rich without having to kill anybody without yeah. having to make any unnecessary sacrifice with the so young people uh, be man enough be man enough don't be a coward because when you have when you want to kill people uh, just to make money is cowardice. Don't be a coward. Don't be less than a human. Don't be an animal. Be a man. 
Be a human. Dignify yourself. There is labor, uh, there is a dignity in labor. Get your money through the right means. Don't make money out of uh, cutting short on another person's life. That is cruelty. Uh, so be man enough and stop doing all of this. And of course, you, the law will catch up. The law, the law will catch up. Yes. So uh, that's how I want to draw the curtain on today's uh, money radio. You have been on to the aggregated segment of it from Leadership Podcast. Mr. Paul, thank you very much for bearing your mind on this thank issue. It's actually becoming a menace in society. You hear people just... Be, uh, that, that's animalistic. So we want to say thank you very much. Thanks to you, our producers. Uh, I've been your host, Case Hammond. Um, the last one we want to leave with you is be man enough. Go and make your money through the right means. Besides that, COVID-19 is real. Stay blessed. Go and get your job and uh, stay safe. Have a nice day. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.